from Los Angeles back in the 1970s to St. Louis back in the late 1990s, early 2000s. And then back to Los Angeles in the late 2010s to the 2020s. From the fearsome foursome to the greatest show on turf to just simply the LA Rams. Super Bowl 34, Super Bowl 56. Ram fans across the nation, Ram fans across the world, the playmaker Daniel Silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's go. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. It is October 13th. It is a Thursday. So you know what that means. It is time for Rimley Talk. Brought to you by the Playmakers Boss Sports Network with your host, Don Playmaker Silence here. <sighs> I'm still steaming. I'm still freaking steaming. Not only did the rainy defending Super Bowl champion lost another game. They lost it to the goddamn Dallas Cowboys. The damn accident ready to happen beat the Super Bowl champions. That makes me sick to my stomach. I want to throw up right now the fact that I keep saying that. Hopefully some of y'all didn't hear me on Arch Rogers Tuesday night. Cause I went, I went, I went off. I was trying to save it for here, but losing to America's team, that damn accident waiting to happen, just don't sit right with me at all. It just don't. It don't sit right with me at all. Like it is ridiculous. We lost to this damn team. We should not lose. Damn it. What the hell's going on here? Nah, I know we're beating up on the offensive line. We like we down to like our fifth guard and our fourth center. Cause David Edwards got another concussion. He ain't even gonna play this game coming up, which I'll get into later. We so beating up on the offensive line. Nothing the offense can do. Nothing Sean McVay calls. Nothing Matthew Stafford does. Nothing Cam Makers does. Our Derrick Henderson does. Makes a freaking difference. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous that this is where things are headed with us. We are beaten up and we're getting destroyed. I mean, we got beat by our team. That offensively didn't do a damn thing, really, except for one big play. That's about it. That's about it. I mean,. Let's, let's, let's go through the stats and let me show you what I mean. Because these stats don't blow you off. Cooper Rush, 10 for 16, 102 yards. What's that three times? We got beat by a quarterback who, only threw the, who only, was only able to throw for 102 yards. That's who we lost to. Running game for the Cowboys. Eight carry, Tony Pollard, eight carry, 56 yards, one touchdown. And that was on a 57-yard touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott, 22 carry, 78 yards. He averaged 3.5 yards a carry. 
Total, 34 carries, 163 yards, averaging 4.8 yards in the touchdown. You tell me that 57-yard run? Yeah. And by the way, that 57-yard run came after we took the lead 10-9 over the Cowboys. That Tony Parker book open. There go your game right there. They got a strip slap fumble on the first possession. They scored. They missed that point. It says nothing. We get the field goal. We stop them. We score a touchdown to Cooper Cup. It is 10-9 Rams. 57 yards later, Tony Parker's in the end zone. Touchdown. Cowboys take the lead back. Look, last well, I said, we ain't stopping. They get we make, we hold them to two field. We hold them to a field goal, which made it ten nine. We hold them to a field goal, which gave them a nine three lead. Then we scored the Cooper Cup, and that made it ten nine. And Tony Potter fifty seven yard run. This is the second time in the second consecutive week we gave up a long touchdown, and that was the twenty point of the damn game. We did it two weeks ago Monday night against Debo Samuel. Remember? Devon Kendrick jumped her out. Ball was thrown high. He missed it. Debo took it all the way to the house. This past Sunday, we took the lead 10-9. Tony Potter goes off with 57 yards for a touchdown. Both times, well, 20 points of the game. Both of them. We giving up explosive plays. They're receiving numbers. C.D. Lamb, five catches for 50. 53 yards. Michael Gallup, four catches for 44 yards. Noah Brown, one catch for five yards. 182 yards between three players. That's it. That's it! That is freaking it. And then we get beat 22 to 10. We get beat by double just when the offense ain't do a damn thing except for a 57-yard touchdown run by Tony Pollard. What the hell is this? I had to I had to congratulate my mama. She's a Cowboys fan. I had my brother Kendrick Kenneth Moore hit me up because he's a Cowboys fan. I had to deal with Alex the Bear Man on Arch Riders because he's a Cowboys fan. I ain't even heard from my uncle yet, which is probably neither of my uncles yet, which is good for me at this point in time because Lord knows what I'll be going through right about now. Lost to damn cow. And then we had strip set formal on Matthew Stafford. Let's look at Stafford. 28 for 42, 308, one touchdown, one interception, sacked five times. And let's see. And he fumbled twice and lost both of them. And when he lost both of them, the Marcus Lawrence. And Williams both recovered it. Michael Parson first one of those damn fumbles. Matter of fact, Michael Parson. Michael Parson was the one who forced the last fumble that ended the game for the Dallas Cowboys. But yeah. Cam Makers, 13 carries, 33 yards. Barry Hess ain't even get a carry this game. Cup got a carry for four yards. Brandon Brown got a carry for one yard. So we ran the ball for 15 times for 38 yards. That's 2.5 yards to carry. And as long as it was 13 by Cam Makers. Cooper Cup, 
Seven catches on 10 targets, 125, and that touchdown, which was 75 yards, and he burnt Trayvon Diggs. Probably the only bright slot we got. 2-2 Atwell, one catch on two on two targets for a 54-yard, so he had a 54-yard catch. Tyler Hibby, seven catches on 10 targets for 46 yards. Ben Skoranek, six catches on eight targets for 41 yards. Darryl Henderson, four catches for 30 yards on five targets. Allen Robinson, Allen freaking Robinson. Three catches on five targets for 12 damn yards. This is freaking pitiful. This is really pitiful, man. We are the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. And we look awful. We look awful. We look awful, man. We look awful. We look so awful. I went to social media. Because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who felt this way. So I went to social media. Like I told y'all, I'm in a lot of Rams groups. So I so I used them from time to time. Because I know I wasn't alone. I know I wasn't. It's just... Out of all the teams you lose, you lose to this team. We can take losing to San Francisco. They've been kicking our ass for the past seven games. So we so so we know what's coming with San Fran. But the Cowboys? Really? The Cowboys. Now everybody's talking about this ain't the same Cowboys that you used to see. Did you see that? Did you just not listen to the offensive stuff that I gave you? The offensive stuff. Not to mention they actually had a clip block. And that laid to one of the field goals because they couldn't do nothing with the ball after the block clip. The defense is saving their assets. The offense ain't doing a damn thing. Okay? The offense ain't doing a damn thing. They really not. I mean, this is, this is one of the comments from uh from the Rams group. Quote, well, offense only scored 10 points and actually gave up. We have to start executing drives better and seriously work on res on offense and need to adjust the offensive line struggling. When the run doesn't work, the play action that McVay offense gets the big play doesn't work either. Close quote. That is correct. Here's another quote. Just like we lost to the quote, just like we lost to the 49ers, we don't have any offense and defense wasn't good enough to stop them from scoring. That's simple. I wasn't the only one feeling this way. Told you. This is getting ridiculous. This is getting out of hand. Okay. This, This is just, you know... How things go when things don't look the way they're supposed to look. And it's just something that is crazy. Something that is really, really crazy right now. And then we have to sit here and take it. Losing to the Cowboys is disgusting. I'd rather lose to the 49ers than the goddamn Cowboys. Do you hear me? I'd rather lose to the 40. I can lose to the 49ers and Seahawks and the Cardinals before I lose to the damn Cowboys. That's how that's how distasteful this feels. Losing to that 
accident waiting to happen team. Because we know it's going to happen. They're going to make the playoffs and they're going to get ousted first game in. And we lost to that damn team. That team with a backup quarterback, who is now 5-0, by the way, and starts, surprisingly. It, yeah. I am sick to my stomach with this right now. I need to help. I need my old line to get healthy. I need Sean McVay to believe in the damn run game for once in his damn life. Like he got tired early back there. I need Matthew Stafford to stop throwing in the substance and start turning the ball over. But I damn sure need the old line to protect him a whole lot better than what y'all doing. Cause y'all part of the reason why he has a lot of turnovers. Because he's getting murdered in the backfield. Cam Maker is getting murdered in the backfield. He was hit behind the line, at least the, on the time I was tracking it through ESPN because I was at work. Every time I turned around, he got a carry. He was getting hit three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Three yards! That means he was barely getting the ball when he was getting hit by a cowboy. So the old line, y'all need to get it together. And uh, Raheem Morris, you in this soft-ass defense, soft-ass coverage defense, should I say, stop giving up the big plays. Because if you stop giving up the big plays, we win games. Two weeks in a row, 50-plus yard touchdowns cost us the game by the defense. That's my only problem with the defense. You gave up a 51, was it a 51 or 55-yard touchdown reception to Debo Samuel Monday Night Football. Then this past week, you gave up a 57-yard run to Tony Pollard. That gave the damn Cowboys lead, and they never looked back since. Stop playing this soft-ass coverage. That's a damn shit. I can't even congratulate Aaron Donald for getting two sacks. I can't even congratulate Jalen Rinsley for getting his first career sack because y'all love to this the damn Cowboys. Damn Cowboys. Let me take a break. Calm my nerves. Because there is a game I have to preview before we go into our bye week. So we'll be right back. The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens, and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus. Mountains of Entertainment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk. And as we uh, get ready for this weekend, this is the final game before our bye week. Good thing for us, we're still home. And what should be an easy win for us may not be an easy win for us. We don't know. But the Carolina Panthers are traveling to the City of Angels, to the beautiful SoFi Stadium, as they are coming in with their third-string quarterback, ladies and gentlemen, because there is no Sam Donald. There is no Baker Mayfield. So the Carolina Panthers, after firing Matt Rule and the defensive coordinator for their despicable display against the 49ers in their own building at Bank American Field, they're traveling with a new coach, interim coach Steve Wilkes, and a new quarterback in P.J. Walker to take on the reigning defensive Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. 
This game should not be close. This game shouldn't even be interesting. When that 405 kickoff in the East Coast, that 105 kickoff in the West Coast happens, Rams should win this game fairly easy, okay? Fairly easy, okay? If my old line came with Ted Stafford, give him time to run the ball, give him time to pass the ball, give my running best time to run the ball and hit the hole, we should be able to run the Panthers out of SoFi and Los Angeles and the West Coast and send their ass back to North Carolina, okay? Make them one and five, and we get to 500 before the damn bye week. Okay. Chris McCaffrey has carried the ball 72 times. He has rushed for 324 yards with two touchdowns. Their leading receiver is not DJ Moore. Surprisingly, it is Robbie Anderson. 13 catches, 206, and a touchdown. The Panthers are just awful. Just terrible. You're not going to see Baker Mayfield. C.J. Henderson is questionable. J.C. Horn is questionable. You're not going to see Sam Darner. So they coming in beating up anyway. Plus, Brandon Allen is out because he's having another concussion. Aaron Donald questionable. Brandon Powell questionable. Cooper Cup questionable. Ty Hebe questionable. All of them should play. Okay? So we should have our four horses except for our center. We should be on another center again. Matthew Stafford. 134 completions. Oh. Out of 192 attempts, 1,323 yards passing, five touchdowns, seven interceptions. And then you can add two fumbles to that, too. Cam Makers, 51 carries, 151 yards, and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, 49 catches for 527 yards, four touchdowns. The Carolina Panthers, they they average 18.6 per game. We average 16 points per game. That's not good. The Panthers give up 24.4 points per game. We give up 23.2 points per game. Total yards, Panthers average 294.2 yards a game. We average 329.4 yards a game. Put the damn ball in the end zone. Thank you. Please. Thank you. Defensive-wise, yards allowed. 365 for the Panthers, 333 for the Rams. We give up 106.4 yards rushing. While the Panthers give up 137.8. That means y'all should be able to run the ball. Run the freaking ball, Sean McVay. You have two Kevin running backs who can run the ball. Cam Makers and Derrick Henderson Jr. Use them. Passing is about even. Panthers gave up 227.2 yards passing-wise. We give up 229.6 yards passing-wise. So passing game is even. It's the rushing yards that should be different. The problem is we average 62.4 yards rushing per game. And the Panthers average 89.8 yards a game. You know why? Because they actually use their damn running back, Christian McCaffrey. The one who's always injured. The one who can't stay healthy. He get more carries than Eric Henderson and, and Cam Beggars combined, which is ridiculous. Because we have two capable running backs. And Sean McVay abandons the run as quickly as hell. Do not abandon the run on Sunday. You do not abandon the run on Sunday. You will run the ball. You will make the Panthers play defense, and then you will hit them with the pass. Okay? Going into the bye week two and four will not be tolerated, sir. You are a Super Bowl champion coach. You've been stinking since the start of this damn season. Your play calling has been ridiculously terrible. 
along with the O-line being Bane of Beninja, along with Matthew Stafford's play. You, sir, the head coach, Sean McVay, you needed to get it together this Sunday. Give us what we've been waiting to see so we can go to this bye week feeling a lot better than how we've been feeling since the start of this damn season. The only good game you actually caught was against the goddamn Arizona Cardinals. And then you start calling the game like you're supposed to because you let Arizona get back in the damn game. Same thing with the damn Falcons. You got conservative and you let the Falcons get back in the game. Y'all put a, a complete game together for once. It starts this week before we go into the bye week. Because I do not want to come on here in two weeks' time and have to deal with some more issues when it comes to the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions that are the Los Angeles Rams. Get the job done this week. End of discussion. End of this. I am done. I will catch y'all in two weeks' time when we come back from our bye week. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donald Peck, Megan Solomon, signing off.